Rescuing Women and Children from Sex Slavery by Building a Successful Business with a Greater Vision with Matt Boyle from Online to Offline on episode number 225 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. On the outside world, from a financial point of view, it was massively successful. On the inside world, I was spending my days with people that didn't want my help. And that was that empty, empty feeling that time is precious, money is infinite, that there's always plenty of money out there, but there's only a limited amount of time. And I literally just felt that. Hi, this is Michelle Quay from ElevateLifeCoaching.org. I love to help women coaches who struggle from confidence and courage to tell their unique stories so that they can get seen, get heard, and get hired. Dr. Brad Miller is here to guide you through discouragement to peace, prosperity, purpose on Beyond Adversity Podcast. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to the podcast that helps you to grow through what you go through. My name is Dr. Brad Miller, and after 40 years in Christian ministry and earning a doctoral degree in transformational leadership, a couple of years ago, I decided to dedicate myself to really focusing in on helping people to overcome adverse life events and situations and achieve their promised life of peace and prosperity and purpose, a place that they can say they have satisfaction in life. That's what I'm all about. At drbradmiller.com, we have over 200 episodes of this podcast dedicated to helping you to overcome depression, divorce, disease, debt, death, and achieve your promised life. Well, you can head on over to drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway for more information about our coaching plan, which helps you develop your PLP, your promise life plan, a written document, a written blueprint to help you to get from being stuck in a ditch to having satisfaction in your life satisfaction in your life, fulfillment in your life. That's the theme of our conversation today about a man who was successful in business. He had his ups and his downs to be sure in business, but for the most part was successful in business in his country of Australia. But he knew that he was incredibly bored in his life in the meaningfulness of his life, what to do. We're going to talk about what transformed his life and what he did about it, and yet still is very successful in business. His name is Matt Boyle. And Matt found himself in this situation that I'm describing, the CEO of a successful online company. And yet in a, 2016, he was invited to go on a trip that was outside the realm of his business. It was a trip that went to Thailand, and there he worked with folks who were dealing with 
and dealing with folks who were in the uh, helping folks, women and children, who were caught up in sexual trafficking, sexual slavery. And he found himself working with and being a part of our rescue teams to help folks in this position in life. And it transformed him completely. He realized that he could no longer just keep doing what he'd been doing unless he had a bigger thought, a bigger plan. He saw people who were victimized, and among the things that they needed was money and a job to get out of a web of being caught up with the wrong people and to get out of that horrendous situation among the, other, among the many things that needed was resources, money, and jobs. That became Matt's focus. And the focus we're going to talk about today is how he created his company, which among other things was all about, it's called Online to Offline, which has to do with uh, developing sales leads and sales processes. But as Matt says, what he does is not nearly as important as why he does it. He does it so he can be helpful to people caught up in the horrible world of sex trafficking and sexual slavery for women and children, particularly in Thailand. Here's what I'm getting at here, friends. He has a purpose greater than himself and greater than his job even, but he uses that job to make good money in order to do something good in this world for the greater good. And I think there's a person listening to my voice here today and they're going to listen to this conversation with Matt Doyle, who it's speaking to. You want a way to do, make good money doing something you can feel good about, but will serve a greater cause. That's our focus here today. So you learn his story, his heartbreaking story, what he uh, went through, his own personal transformations, and about he learned the process of helping uh, resource and help other people. And then on the other end of the uh, conversation today, we're going to learn what you can do. Our conversation today is with Matt Boyle as from online to offline.com.au. Let's get into that conversation right now. And that's the case of our guest today. Matt Boyle is his name. His company is online to offline.com.au from Australia. And he's going to talk a little bit about his business today. But moreover, we're going to talk about why he seeks to have a successful business. This helps to serve the folks who he has a, this heart has been broken for. And we're going to talk a lot about that here on our podcast today and other episodes where we talk about having a calling big, bigger than self. So today, Matt Boyle, welcome to Beyond Adversity. Right, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. It is awesome to have you on Beyond Adversity. You have quite a story to tell. And let's just come from the perspective that you are were a successful businessman in another field in Australia. And you're in a different field now, but you've had an interesting shifts in your priorities in life. So I don't want to say too much more because I want you to unpack the story. So tell us what is the story of what got you here to this podcast today to share the story of something that you are very passionate about. Look, it's, it all started way back in 2007, where I was probably one of the first people to see the internet changing how people were making buying decisions. So I immersed myself in that world and became very good at helping figuring out that online sales process. So by the time businesses started asking the questions, I happened to be the one that had all the answers. So I was able to grow that 
into quite a large consulting business. We had offices around Australia. We had about 70 that worked with us. Most of them were in the automotive industry. And from a financial point of view, the business was incredibly profitable. We grew very rapidly, had a big team and booked out well in advance. So that was the beginning. The catalyst happened to be I met someone that was involved in doing some work over in Thailand. And the more I got talking to him about what he was doing over there and the life that he was impacting. And he was involved very heavily in rescuing women out of brothels and kids out of brothels and looking at the travesty, which is sexual slavery and human exploitation. And the more he kept talking and sharing the stories, the more it started to impact me of going, I, I can't not be, I can't not be involved. I've got six kids at the time there. My kids were all very young. And the stories just kept impacting. So after about six months worth of sort of me pestering him, he took me over to Thailand and I spent three weeks with him seeing what he sees, doing what he, he does. And we were rescuing we were rescuing women, we were rescuing kids. Then there was a, a massive amount of sort of change there. But I spoke to all of these women and all of them had the same story that they needed money. Mm. And they got caught up in this life because they needed money and they were taken advantage one way, one way, shape or form and got back. And again, I just could not let that go. So I got back to Australia and I was sitting one day in this boardroom and I had a group of sales salespeople that I was training and they're all sitting there crossed armed and not interested. And I'm working there and so calculated in my head that this day cost the company $25,000 for me to be there and the for the wages for their sales teams and everything it was it cost them $25,000 and not one of those salesperson would be doing what I trained them to do within 30 days that 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 money was gone and as I'm listening to that I'm hearing and remembering these stories that we were buying women's freedom wow. by going up to traffickers and buying them for fifteen hundred. So really, we're talking about humans, human sexual slavery. Is that really what we're talking about? That's what we. That's what we're there. That to rescue, rescue a woman, it costs fifteen hundred dollars to pay off her debts and to buy her freedom. You were kind of doing a calculus in your head, weren't you? In a sense of the value of human life compared to the value of the bottom line of your company. Is that part of what was going on there? Uh, absolutely. And it was just uh, it dawned on me of going well. If there was a way that I could automate and outsource and create systems around the sales process, instead of businesses paying me to train their team for their team not to actually do the work that's going to impact their bottom line, I could actually manage these systems and then I could go give these women jobs to prevent them from being put in prevent them from being put in this this circumstances. So that's that it, kind of dawned on me and I tried to making your motivation let that yeah. yeah I tried to let that story go disappear and go back to business as usual and go back to making money but I, I just couldn't some of the women that we'd rescued and that that just kept coming and going I can't if human life is so cheap over there yeah. 
and you were a changed businesses you, you, like you it. were a changed man sounds and but I also oh it, I also want to come absolutely. I also want to ask you about this in order to change sometimes we sometimes change out of pain or pleasure or just needing a different routine in your case you even though you had success in your business in the automotive business you must have had some sense of discontent or lack of fulfillment in the first place I'm assuming here, but I want you to tell me more oh, about it t- in order for totally. you to even seek out something like this in the first place. So tell me a little bit about that sense of emptiness or lack of fulfillment that you may have had. Yeah, look, it was on the outside world from a financial point of view, it was massively successful. On the inside world, I was spending my days with people that didn't want my help. And that was that empty, empty feeling that time is precious, money is infinite, that there's always plenty of money out there but there's only a limited amount of time. And I literally just felt that I was wasting my time because the people that I was spending it with didn't actually want me to be there. They didn't want my expertise. They didn't want the solutions that I provided, even though they desperately mm-hmm. needed it. That feeling was empty. And as I was getting immersed in the in, in Thailand and all the stories there and seeing how grateful people were, and so it started to kind of d- dawn on me that there's actually more to life than money. There's there's more to business than money. And if I could spend my time with people that were so grateful, so starved of opportunities. Yeah. That's a, and there's these moments, there's these pivotal moments. Some people call them aha moments. Some people call them enlightenment, this type of thing. But what do you think it was for you? Or maybe what was it that influenced you from your friend, your cohort that you mentioned who influenced you that kind of flipped the switch for you to even want to do this? Because I think that's what you're trying to teach people now, that the value of this. Look, the moment came when we got back from Thailand. The guy that I'd been working with and the guy that introduced me to this ended up stealing about $30,000 off us. Oh, my goodness. And and through the pain of that, I was talking with our pastor at church, and he introduced me to someone that is doing something similar over in South Sudan and had a life of that he found God and found his mission and was able to make an impact. And they set us up for coffee, and Sam just said these words into me. He goes, some people can be a martyr to their cause. Others can be a servant. Mm. And in kind of thinking through that and letting that pass, the reason that the, the, this guy had, had ended up stealing money from us wasn't because he was a bad person. It was because he's actually become a martyr to his problem and he's so traumatized by all the things he's seen and you know the lives he saved, but also the lives he hasn't been able to save. Mm-hmm. That in his mind, from someone like me, because we on the outside world had lots of money. As long as he was using that money for good. Kind of an ends justifies. wasn't actually that. And ends justifies the means uh, uh, thought it, process. It, it, yeah. It, exactly. And then in looking at that going, well, his ability to impact and actually have an impact has been, you know, greatly diminished because he's given everything to this cause and he's lost his family. He's lost his wife. He's lost all his money. And he's now resorting to stealing to, to help make this impact. Mm-hmm. And, when I was talking with Pastor Sam and it was, how can you be a servant of the course? How can you actually take these lessons and actually take this experience and actually grow from it? That's when it started, the idea started to formulate around, I can actually build a business 
that creates jobs because that, that that's the biggest cause yeah. of the problem. You if mentioned create the, jobs. The, econo- the economic situation that these women found themselves in, and you obviously were in a much different economic circumstance. So the magnitude of opportunity to serve out of your out of your wealth and so on was there. It probably wasn't a huge deal for you to get on a plane to go to Thailand, just use that, whereas it had been a huge deal for someone from there to try to go to Australia to do anything, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what I want to get with you now is, Matt, is that you've mentioned some of the actions that you took. And even though some of them were motivated by your colleague who took advantage of you, but still you took the action to do what a lot of people wouldn't do, even people of means, even if they have their moment of some of enlightenment or some of an aha moment, oh, that's terrible what's going on there. But not everybody gets on the airplane and goes. You see what I'm saying? So you took the action to go, and then you took the action to build a business to help serve this. But I'm also interested, you've mentioned a couple of times here, Matt, about inner life or about what was on the inside compared to what was the outside. So let's go there for just a second. What do you think is the value or what is the transformation on an inner life level, a connection to a higher power, a spiritual transformation? What is the, how does that come into play here with you in terms of your motivation here? I'm talking about a spiritual enlightenment here. Yeah, look, it's, I think Jim Rowe had the quote of the two most important days in a man's life is the day he was born. And the, the day he figured out why. The journey that I'd been through, I got married young. I had kids young. We had six kids in eight years, my wife and I, without oh my goodness. having any twins. So we had all this thing and I was focused on my little world as far as going, right, how can I be the best husband that I can be? How can I be the best father? How can I provide for my provide for my family and make sure that these six little human beings are going to grow up to be amazing people? Sure. And then... As I was talking to Thailand and was looking at all the stories and looking at these other kids that didn't have this opportunity and kids that parents had sold them into slavery because they needed money and put them all that through, it was just, it just touched me and just touched my heart of going, I have to, I have to actually do something. I have to make a, make a stand and, and do it. And the problem is so big and so enormous that it was in that 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 kind of the evolution as far as how do I solve that problem started from that here let's just donate money Hmm. yeah and then I just kept going that's actually not really like internally that's not actually solving the problem I just kept having a sit with it and pray on it and meditate on it and there and then when it dawned on me of going you can actually impact these lives by giving them a job As soon as I started doing that, when we went and looked at hiring our first agent and all that stuff, being able to watch the transformation in their life and the gratitude that they operated with just filled that cup of just going, I became addicted to that feeling and addicted to helping those people because (coughs) they don't have opportunities. Mm -hmm. And the more opportunities you create for them, they're so grateful for them. They embrace it with open arms. They share that and they then be able to, they'll, they'll work and do, so, go above and beyond what anyone else you're would. You're obviously passionate about it now and you've had this transformation. You've had this, the physical transformation, meaning that you saw with your own eyes what was going on. You experienced the emotions and the visual and the smells and the ugliness and the bartering and the depravity that all took place. And I'm guess I'm putting words in your mouth, but I don't think they're too far off from where you had to have been because I've seen my share of this myself. And uh, 
then you had the kind of the spiritual transformation that inner life happened there. Now let's talk for a minute about what you did cognitively or how you changed behavior. You've mentioned a little bit about your financial piece here, but how you changed behavior yourself and even how that shifted the trajectory in your business life to move from basically kind of a corporate bottom line to the business you have now is designed in some form or another to serve the needs of the folks that you, your heart's been broken for. I'm talking now about yeah. whether practices, habits, things that you do now differently than you did before. Yeah. So the biggest thing is the shifted philosophy where I measured my success by the amount of money, by the amount of money we made, mm-hmm. where now I actually measure my success by the amount of jobs we create. So it, it was a, it's a fundamental a shift in philosophy that that I made, I made around that as going, I want to, I want to make an impact. I want to change lives. I want to improve life. So that's how I'm going to measure success and how that then translated through to activities and to tasks and to everything that, that I do is that it's that one decision that changes everything. Because now if you're looking at a business and you go, how are you measuring success? And you're measuring it by jobs. All of a sudden now I'm looking at different strategies. I'm looking at creating opportunities to create more jobs. So that there has shifted everything, everything that I do in the, in, from a business point of view, in order to be able to, in, in order to be able to serve sure. it. So it's really hard to define that shift. Let me just do this different and this different because everything has changed because of it. So let me reflect with you a little bit about that. It sounds to me like you've had the shift that you've gone from a uh, serve me type of thing or serve the bottom line to serve us to others. And that uh, tells me uh, the whole serve aspect has really entered into things here now, and especially serving others with love and uh, with compassion and care rather than just any selfish interest in that type of thing. And let's go with that for a minute. Right now, the business you have is an outsourcing type business, helps provide jobs in one form or another for people who may have difficulties finding a good paying job. And you, you can say more about that if you wish. But I'd also like for you to go for how you've seen lives changed, either in your business or in your outreach out of some of the actions and efforts that you've taken. Can you just go with that for a second, how lives have been changed? Yeah. So there was one, one very striking moment when we're over there that it was about four o'clock in the morning and we're walking through this red light district and we're just, we'd been observing the movements and some of the patterns and we saw this girl there that was looking down, hair covering her face, just could not look up. And the guy that we'll, the guy that we're with there just said, oh, I've got to go and talk to her. And if you picture the street, it's like the strip in Las Vegas. There's neon lights everywhere. There's people everywhere. And the street's full of, of prostitutes and, and sex and exploitation everywhere. It's just like candy in a kid's store. And there's this woman there that can't even look up. It's just so ashamed, just embarrassed. And that. And I watched this guy go up and go to greet her. And as he went to greet her, this other guy just from the same angle, and they stood off against each other for about what seemed like ages, but was probably about 10. By stood off, you mean they confronted one another? They squared off like to fight or something? Confronted confronted against each other as far as going, no, I both want to talk to this girl. Okay. It seemed like forever, but it was probably about 10 seconds before he moved on and went on to to another girl up the the street. And I watched this girl. It was like she was being rebuilt through there as he was talking to her, like her face lit up and illuminated and 
it was just it was transformational and he brought us brought her over and introduced us to us and gave her part gave us part of her story that that she's down here she owes the guy that owned this club money and she was paying it off through through prostitution mm-hmm. and we were going to we were going to help her and so she was like so grateful and it was just amazing and I went we walked home and went to bed and we were buzzing just with that excitement and just like wow now the next morning the story takes a bit of a turn that works out okay but we were led to believe that she'd been murdered overnight and she hadn't been but for about eight hours we were under the impression that she was dead and we it was a Sunday morning, so we're sitting in the back of this church, and there's these three big guys in this Thai church with their that we're bawling our eyes out hmm. over this prostitute we met in the street a few hours wow. earlier. And we go through the whole day, and I said it's about eight hours that we're under the impression that she'd been she'd been murdered. And at the time we we're supposed to meet her, we just went, look, let's just go there just in case we don't know for certain. Let's just go. And we went to the meeting spot and lo and behold, she walked through the door. So we found out as we were going through, as we we're going through this, that the guy that owned the club saw us talking to her and recognized one of the guys as someone that has paid off debts in the past. Mm-hmm. So that he put the story out there that she'd been executed to make sure that we actually came back. Wow. And paid off the debt because ultimately he wanted his money. I see. Okay. So, so in a way your group was played, but it turned out to the better in the set for, yeah, or, for a, 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 absolutely we we're going to do it we we're going to do it anyway he just wanted to make sure he got right, his money right what a story yeah it gets oh i'm sorry I did, I thought... we paid our debts off okay this the the best part and the part that really changed me came after we we paid off her debt so we bought our freedom and as soon as she realized that we didn't want anything from her that we weren't there for sex we just wanted to help her and all that kind of stuff. She she opened up, and we would we took her out for dinner before we brought her to one of the centres that kind of helped do all the medical checks and and all that kind of stuff. And she found out we we're going to this orphanage the next day, and she grabbed me by the hands and says, "So Matt, you need to take me to give food to these kids because they're not as lucky as I am." Oh my goodness! So I've got this photo of her in a supermarket, thirty hours after she couldn't look a man in the eye, twenty four hours after we thought she'd been murdered. 15 hours after she'd been rescued in a supermarket with this trolley full of food, a grin from ear to ear. And then I watched her for two hours, give this food out to these kids in the orphanage with the most, the biggest grin on her face, so much joy, so much happiness comes up to me and she'd never thank me for rescuing her, but she came up and she thanked me and said, oh, thank you so much for letting me give that food to those kids. Those kids really need it. They're not as lucky as I am. Wow. I'm so grateful for that. And then she went and fell asleep on a couch and so peacefully. Safe. She felt safe. And she felt safe. And that instant transformation, that was 24 hours from 24, 30 hours from her point of view. But her willingness to help others and the appreciation of, Allowing her to help others. Yeah, what a great was what just, a great story because it shows just life changing shows how your generosity was then passed on. The generosity was passed on, and how sometimes it doesn't even take. I mean, it takes a lot in one regard, but how it can multiply, and that gives us a sensitivity of what can be. And you've done some amazing things. And what I love to see, and part of what I'm about, in fact, 
you know, what I'm about in my ministry and my life is seeing life transformation. And I certainly see that in you, Matt, you know, how you are a person who's passionate about this. And now you've developed your business to be, to help in this area. And I'm not sure, are you a part of any kind of a, uh, ministry or nonprofit or anything along this line that does this type of thing as well? I'm just curious. No, we made the intentional choice of running this as a for-profit business. Okay. We looked at, and I spent ages looking at all the different scenarios and looking at the different ministries and the the NGOs and the not-for-profits right. that were out there. And it, I decided that the most effective way to have an impact is to actually put a entrepreneurial framework sure. around it that we're not relying on donations. So all of our clients, we actually give value for the services. So they pay us money in return for right. services and we help them grow their and business. So it's a commercial. And I assume that people know, the people you do business with know that this is kind of part of your DNA, part of who your company is, right? And, 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 and Absolutely. And that's kind of, they firstly understand the fact of the that we have world-class systems and the value of what we do as far as how it impacts their business. Because... I was looking and going, well, if I'm going to be responsible for these people's lives and these communities, I don't want to be relying on donations and, sure, sure. and that no. I want to make sure that I'm on that. So we lead with value and lead with it from a, the commercials of going, sure. well, if you spend X with us, we're going to get, you're going to get X plus back. Now, there's a lot of business people with hearts out there and not everybody has to be in ministry or NGO and things like that. And there's a need to resource all these types of efforts. So just take a moment to speak to entrepreneurial types or business to men or women out there who may be thinking, okay, what can I do? What can I do legitimately and still keep my company going and things like this? What can I do to make an impact in some area? And that may or may not be a sexual slavery in Thailand, but it might be providing prom dresses for underprivileged girls in the inner city somewhere, any number of things. But speak to that entrepreneur or that businessman or woman who may think, okay, what can I do? The decision that you've got to make in the order of the decisions is, firstly, what is the, what's the area that's touching your heart? So what do we want to impact that? And then the next question that I always look at is, apart from donating, sending money away, what is the best way we can impact? What is the best way that we can impact that? That education is key in any opportunity, you know, creating opportunity for people to help themselves and that that difference of give a man a fish feeding for a day, teach a man to fish feeding for a lifestyle and look at what is the best way to actually have an impact without worrying about the the commercial side of it. And then once you've got that, once you have that clarity over this is the way that's going to make the best impact, then start looking at how can we commercially make that how can we turn that into yeah. a product or a service or into some revenue opportunity to go from that? So well, one of the things I talk with a lot of people about specific to my business is, but if you're looking at making an impact and want to create some jobs, let's look at the opportunities in your business. Let's look at where we can help you grow your revenue, how we can help you improve your customer service, retain your customers and create a better experience for your customers. How can we do that? first then how can we build a system around it and then finally how can we go and have someone in the philippines or in thailand perform these tasks do them in a way that's valuable to the company and adding income saving money and being a genuine improvement at the bottom line 
Okay. As well as then making the impact. So there's plenty of opportunities. So these are what you're to do it. It just takes that different thing. What you're talking about here is really creative partnerships that will help the greater good, help everyone out if you do that. And a lot of people, uh, sometimes in people in the business world think if I give away stuff, I'm just taking away from my own bottom line or whatever. I think to, even from a faith-based perspective, and I think in practicality, and you help me out here, if I'm right or wrong, that when people start to be generous and give that stuff away, ultimately it doesn't hurt them. It enhances them. Maybe, maybe not always financially, but certainly in terms of their fulfillment. Would you agree? Yeah, look, certainly the experience that I've had is when you put making an impact first. You can go through this kind of evolution of thinking around the fact of let's make more money so we can make more of an impact. And then you can actually go into the philosophy of let's make more impact so we can make more money. And so when you're putting that at the core of what you do and that as far as this is how I'm impacting the world, this is what's really important to me and having holding that there and then surround that with a business acumen and with a proper strategy and all that kind of stuff, you can't help but make more sure. money. So and impact and influence and well, are indeed tied to income. There, There is a relationship there, I guess I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. If, you've, if you surround that with the – and it doesn't happen just going, hey, I want to go create jobs. Mm-hmm. You've got to have that kind of business acumen and that business plan around it as far as this is how we're going to pay for the jobs and this is how we're going to fund it. So you've got to have that structure and that system around it. And that's why we chose to go down the enterprise and the for-profit sure. path rather than going through missionary work or a not-for-profit right. charitable foundation. We wanted to make it Very good. sustainable from that point of view. I think there is, And it just happens. I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was just going to say, it just happens to be that now we've got through the foundations and it hasn't been an easy journey. There's a big start, big piece of the story between making that decision to, to make an impact, starting the business and getting it to where it is, getting it to where it is now. And there's a huge journey through through all of that. But now that we've got through that journey and now that we've, we're through that, it just happens to be the more impact I make, the more income I make. There you go. So the more jobs I create, the more profit I make, and the more profit I make, there's a, the more jobs I, I think there's the, a, the more jobs there's a, I, I create. There's a wilderness journey almost everybody has to go through from the time they make the decision. Just the biblical metaphor, Moses was in slavery. In order to get the promised land, it took 40 years and go through the wilderness to, to get there. We all have to go through these yep. uh, type of experiences, and you certainly have had yours, and now you're making an impact on others, and you're getting a message out there through our podcast and through other ways that there is a life out here, an opportunity here. And so I just want you to share, if you will, Matt, how folks can learn more about you if they want to be in contact with you, either through your website or your business or through LinkedIn or others. How can people learn more about what you're about in case they want to be further influenced by your uh, by your passions? Yeah, the two, two, two best ways to connect with us is our website, which is www.online to offline.com.au or to connect with me personally, the best place is LinkedIn. And if you just look up Matthew and Matthew spelt with one T, Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E, you'll be able to find me on LinkedIn pretty easily. And we'll put uh, connections to all that, links to both your website and your LinkedIn uh, page at uh, our website, drbradmeller.com. But a fascinating conversation. And I just want to say a word of thanks to you, for making this effort. Not many people do this. I've spent time not in Thailand, but in South America in barrio situations and other 
pretty bad situations in Central and South America and have seen firsthand some of the similar things that you have mentioned here. And it's, it takes some folks with a real sense of a calling beyond themselves to do this. And I want to say thank you for doing that and providing opportunities for folks. And yeah, God, way to go. So our guest today on Beyond Adversity, he has some great to share from a, and his website is offline to off online to offline.com.au. His name is Matt Boyle. We thank you for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Thank you. All right. What a great conversation with Matt, uh, Matt Boyle from online to offline.com. You heard his story. Now let's talk about what you can do. He talks here about how he is passionate about uh, using his, uh, his business, the entrepreneurship there and job creation as a vehicle to help end poverty and poverty driven exploitation, especially uh, sexual slavery. And the opening centers and places in developing countries to use this community to hubs to help develop uh, processes to help people get out of poverty. He used his business acumen and his talents for a greater good. Here's what you can do. Find a cause and take some action. The first action Matt took was he went on a trip to Thailand and he discovered the need and he did something about it. He also connected to a higher power, to something greater than self, that inner drive. And for some of us, may be a religious or spiritual thing. But to others, it is a, a drive to serve, the, uh, serve humanity, like Matt. What is yours? You know there's a need in your community. There's a need driving in your heart. Connect to it. Think with discipline is the next part. And he developed a process then. He developed a process developing business plans to help business people. But in that process, a process, a strategy in order to help develop these business development career centers for impoverished people to achieve his greater goal of getting people out of sexual slavery. And then serve others. Give back. That's what Matt is doing by sharing on this podcast and what you can do and others can do. When you learn something, share it. That's what I try to do here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Take the things I've learned over 40 years of ministry and through my doctoral degree and transformational leadership and give them to you. You can always find out more about what I do and what I'm all about at drbradmiller.com. Over 200 episodes of this podcast for you to help you to grow through what you go through, to get you out of the place you're stuck at, to find your place of peace and prosperity and purpose. I have a course I have uh, available at 40. It's called 40 Day Way, a 40 Day Way process to help you develop your PLP, your promised life plan to get you from being stuck to in 40 days, get you to a better place, a place of peace and prosperity and purpose. Uh, DrBradMiller.com slash 40 Day Way. You can find out more about that. The point is here, my friend, is that some of you are listening to my voice and you know that you're not happy, you're not fulfilled. And whatever it is, is that you're doing in your job or your career or your business, and you want to do more. Maybe you do have the talent to make good money, but it's not doing you any good, really, in terms of your satisfaction. You can leverage your, your time, energy, your talent, and your monies to the greater good, to something greater than self, and you will find incredible, incredible set. Get after that. I'm here to help. I'm Dr. Brad Miller. I'll see you next time here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Until that time, remember to always do all the good that you can.
Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. 